I'm Matt Littman, and I'm the executive director of 97%, a gun safety organization that works with both gun owners and non-gun owners to bring people together around the gun issue and to make the reforms that most of us want. And I'm introducing you today to Fred Gutenberg in Florida. Uh, Fred is a very, very uh, well-known advocate on the gun issue, and he came to it in an unfortunate way. Uh, which was um, his daughter had been killed at Parkland a few years ago. Uh, I believe, Fred, her class graduated this year. Is that right? Her class did graduate. Um, One of the hardest times of my life, um, watching all of these kids that my daughter is friends with and all living their best lives and going through this without her. And... Um, my daughter also should have turned 18 last week. Um, wow. You know, uh, these milestones are brutal. And uh, it's why I do what I do, my friend. You advocate on the gun issue. And I think there are probably people who don't know where you stand on guns, people who may disagree with your position on guns. Mm-hmm. What would you want people to know about the gun issue in your positions? You know what I want people to know? That especially those who think they disagree with me, that they don't. They they disagree with the idea of agreeing with me because they don't understand what gun safety is. And so, you know, for Father's Day this year, I started this whole campaign um, called Dads for Gun Safety. The whole point of it was to say, you can be a gun owner and for gun safety. This is gun safety is not an anti-gun movement. Gun safety is a movement that says, because we are a nation of gun owners, we have to be better and do more to lower the gun violence death rate, to reduce the instances of gun violence, to decrease the severity of gun violence injuries when they happen. And I want people to know that's the work I do. It's not anti-Second Amendment. That's always been the big lie. It's not about sending people in lab coats to homes to remove guns. That's always been the big lie. It's about saving lives. And so when we say saving lives, we believe 97% also believes that the Second Amendment exists and it's not going anywhere, right? And we have in this country more guns, we say, than people, right? There are about 340 million. About 400, there's, there's about 400 million weapons now. Right. So it's kind of a ridiculous notion to... Uh, get to for people who think that they're going to get rid of guns is absolutely absurd. Um, and so the question is, how do we keep people safe? Right. So yeah. how do you think do you think we're doing enough? And I think I know the answer to this question, Fred, to keep guns out of the wrong hands. No, we're, we're actually not doing the bare minimum. <laughs> we, we still don't have a functional background check system. We We have a country where guns are so easily illegally trafficked. Um, in fact, nine out of 10 guns used in crimes are not legally owned by the person who's using them. And we as a country can't even get behind the idea of a permanent ATF director who would help us to reduce that reality because the gun lobby, here's a permanent ATF director. because. That person would have to start holding bad actors accountable. 
Um, so no, we're not doing enough. We're not doing close to enough. And anyone who thinks that this means, um, again, I want to go take people's guns. No, I want to make it so that you also don't potentially have the risk of gun violence tearing your family apart. When we talk about keeping the guns, keeping guns out of the wrong hands and background checks, we know that we say 97% because that's what one study showed, favor background checks, and sometimes 89%, but it's never really lower than that. But some people who don't necessarily favor universal background checks would also say to us, well, states have background checks now, right? I've heard that argument made. Do you, what do you say to people who say that, that there's already a background check system? Listen, not every state is conducting background checks. They're not required, for example, in, in gun shows um, and other kinds of sales. So this is where it becomes way too easy for bad actors to end up with weapons that they should be prohibited from having. And so we need to close these background checks. Listen, I, I'm a firm believer that we need to extend them even to ammunition. And this is where people might go like, oh, my God. But here's why. Because we do have 400 million weapons on the streets. And because many of them do get illegally trafficked to prohibited purchasers, they only work with bullets. And you, if you're a prohibited purchaser, it is you can just simply walk into a store and buy the bullets even though it is against the law for you to do so if you're a prohibited purchaser, but there's no requirement to check. So I believe background checks solve a lot of issues and we have to do it. Right. They don't solve all the issues. It's impossible. No. Right. No. So given the 42,500 gun deaths with a gun in 2020, you're not going to solve every problem overnight. What you want to do though, is be able to say, we have so many deaths with a gun. And by the way, more than half of those are suicides. If we can make people wait a few days while we do a background check to make sure they're not criminals, we may be able to lower those numbers and maybe there'll be less death. Correct. So tell it's me. Not, that, it's not rocket science. <laughs> no, it's not. If I understand it, it's definitely not rocket science. Um, uh, when we talk about the Second Amendment, um, which has been upheld by the Supreme Court. What does the Second Amendment mean to you? You know, listen, the Second Amendment um, to me is an amendment that gives uh, Americans the right to gun ownership. You know, let's make it really simple, okay? And, you know, there's, there's, there is all sorts of, listen, you're on social media with me, all this crazy back and forth stuff around what is meant by, you know, well-regulated militia and all this other stuff. But the bottom line is the Second Amendment is what uniquely gives Americans the ability to go out and own the weapons that they do. What it doesn't mean and what it shouldn't mean is that every American needs to think about themselves as a well-regulated militia with on um, uh, with no requirements as to who owns weapons, how those weapons are used, and the impacts on our public safety. So, you know, when, when I say all the time, the issue of gun safety is not a Second Amendment conversation. 
I mean it. Because it has no bearing on legal lawful gun owners. You know, so it is not a Second Amendment conversation. Legal lawful gun owners won't ever think about laws that I think will save lives because they won't have any impact on them. The, the gun safety is not a Second Amendment conversation. It is a public health conversation. And if we can help people to understand that, I think we can move forward and start saving lives. Believe uh, that the public health part of this is really important. I think what what some gun owners fear, and even though we say ninety seven percent of gun owners support background checks, sometimes when you get into the details, that might change a bit. And also, I think that there are people who fear this slippery slope argument, like we see on a lot of issues. Right, Fred? Can I just call out the BS on the slippery slope argument? Um, we've been on a slippery slope. You know, we've been, if you go, if you go back to 1977, when the NRA um, was taken over by um, the person who turned them into the modern version of what they are now, we have been since then on the slippery slope of loosening gun laws, of open carry, of, of permitless carry, and of other weakenings that have led us to have the weapons that exist on the streets now and the gun violence death rate that we have now. We've been on the slippery slope. It's what brought us to this place. Now we need to deal with it. So the idea of, my gosh, if we do anything to save a life, it's going to be a slippery slope. Uh, sorry, that's a load of crap. Um, and, and, and I invite it. Good. Very good, Fred. And let me ask you, what role do you think that, so gun owners, uh, what we have found in our studies is that gun owners tend not to trust the media or the messengers on gun issues, right? Because they feel that sure. people are sending to them, they're right, they are sending to them. Uh, what role do you think that gun owners can play, though, in keeping our communities safer? Yeah, and, and listen, I, I, I would say I'm not sure the majority of gun owners don't trust media or reasonable sources of information on this issue. Um, I, I, I do think there is certainly uh, a uh, these organizations like the NRA or the NSSF. They want people to believe that. I, I'm not sure that's true, but they but those organizations speak for the majority of gun owners. Here's what I think, and it goes back to what I said at the start of this conversation. You can be a gun owner and for gun safety. Gun safety protects you and your family as well. Because you may own a weapon, but you know what? If you're walking down the street and someone's behind you, you don't know what they're going to do. If you're in the movie theater, like you talked about earlier, someone's got a weapon, you don't know what they're going to do. Um, you know, if you send your kids to a mall to go shopping or a school, there's no way of knowing are they protected or not. So I would tell gun owners, the best thing you could do as a responsible gun owner is get behind gun safety. I've always said that I believe the, mo the most important thing gun manufacturers and gun groups can do if they believe what they say would be to get behind gun safety because that would give gun owners the ability to live in this environment where 
um, they're not being questioned or where there's not this back and forth battle, but it's about saving lives and responsibility. Very good. Uh, Fred, you know, we've talked about this before. I, um, your, your story is obviously, uh, what happened is terrible with your family. Uh, but I will say that I am thankful that you are advocating now for gun reforms. You're a really, uh, and I think that people would be surprised and will be surprised when they hear you speaking today because you know, your views are very much within the mainstream of of where America is. Um, and so uh, thanks for doing this. And I encourage people who watch to share this video with their friends and family and to find out more about our work at 97%, please visit us at 97%.us. Fred, thanks. I'll see you soon. Appreciate it, my friend. Thanks, my friend. Take care. Take care.